The reading that calls for our attention this evening is from Revelation 21, where John says that he sees a new heaven and a new earth that have been created by God. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Little Johnny just can't help himself. While he normally has trouble figuring out which day is which on the calendar, in the lead-up to his birthday, he has it all figured out. And as he watches those days on the calendar each day, he grows impatient, waiting for the gifts that he knows are coming. He can't wait to be able to open them. He begs and he pleads. He schemes about how he might get to open at least one of them a little bit early. He doesn't think he'll make it until the actual day of his birthday. He needs them right now. Well, it's not just little Johnny, is it, that thinks this way? Oh, perhaps the enthusiasm for receiving a gift does wane a little as one grows up, but it never goes quite away. And in fact, if we know that we have a gift coming that we are truly looking forward to receiving, we don't tend to behave much better than children. We want that gift right now, rather than waiting to receive it on some specific day. I suppose that in a lot of ways, this is how we sound when our prayers reach God's heavenly throne. After all, he has promised to us some very great gifts that are to come. And because of the faith the Spirit has worked in our hearts, we are rather excited about receiving them. So excited that we would actually like to have them all right now. And so most of the time, our prayers are an exercise in asking that one of those gifts that we are assured we will receive on the last day might be given to us this day instead. Oh yes, total healing, Lord, on the last day. But please let it be revealed in the scan I took today. Yes, perfect peace with all in heaven. But please restore peace between my child and I before that day. Yes, eternal light, living with you forever in the new heaven and the new earth. But Lord, please bring some glimmer of light into this current time of darkness. And to be honest, God is sort of a softy in this regard. He loves to hear of our desire for his good gifts. And so he often gives out those gifts before the last day. He just can't wait to see us smile, to bless us. And so he gives out his gifts to his children all the time. However, in his great wisdom, he does not give them all out right away, or at least not in their completeness. No, that will only happen on the last day. And through this way, he keeps us looking forward in faith, filled up with the hope that only the Spirit can keep alive within us. Yes, the very best gifts that God is ever going to give you are the ones that you will receive from him on the last day. But you don't have to worry that somehow you won't receive them. For indeed, good things will come to those who wait on the Lord. They have already been secured by Jesus through his death and resurrection. And so you will receive them on the day of Jesus' return. Our reading for tonight tells us about these great gifts that the Spirit is preparing us to receive on the last day. It says that God will give to us a new heaven and a new earth. The Creed summarizes the same thing by reminding us that we will experience the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Our reading goes on, though, to get into some of the details. 
It tells us that in that new heaven and new earth there will be a new city of Jerusalem in which God and man will dwell together. It tells us that in that place there will be no more tears, nor death, nor mourning, nor crying, nor pain. All of those things will have passed away. We are told that this is a gift that God wants us to have. He wants us to have this new perfect home with him. We are told that this gift of a new perfect home with God will have the radiance of a most rare jewel because it will be full of the glory of God. Yes, this is what the Spirit of God will give to us then. He will give us our every heart's desire. Oh no, not the corrupt heart that we were born with, but the heart that we were given when the Spirit came to dwell in us through faith. Yes, that heart which longs first and foremost to dwell in the house of the Lord forever, that heart that beats to see the end of tears and death, that heart that desires to find rest in the arms of its Creator. Yes, the Spirit will give us all of these things on the day that Jesus returns and makes all things new. And yes, God is fine with us asking for these things already now. But he also expects us to wait patiently when he does not answer our prayers immediately with a yes. In a sense, waiting on God is sort of at the heart of faith. But as we have admitted before, and we must again, Waiting is simply not a virtue that most of us possess an abundance of, especially in times when life seems rather heavy. We want what we want now. So how is it that we live in this tension between Good Friday and the last day, when everything has been won but not yet everything has been delivered? Well, that is why we need the Holy Spirit, after all. For he is the one who gives us faith and keeps us in the faith. He is the one that gives us the patience that we need to wait. He is the one that lets us thrive while living in hope. Yes, we are to open our ears and our eyes up to the word that he has inspired. And through those words, he keeps us in the one true faith until life everlasting. We hear the word read and proclaimed to us by the pastor God has sent and the spirit gives us hope. We open the word, we think on it, we pray about it, and the Spirit works godly patience in us. Yes, through these means, the Spirit allows us to live, knowing that while not every blessing will be ours right away, in the end, every blessing will be ours. And such living is not a matter of just surviving until then. It's a matter of thriving right now. For if we truly believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting, it puts all other things in proper perspective. The troubles and trials of this world lose some of their weight, since we understand that in the end they are all temporary. Finding purpose and joy in life becomes a little bit easier because we're not distracted by the pursuit of so many things which the world calls important. Getting through that day-to-day -day life is much less tense because God has blessed us with a family of like-minded and like-hearted people with whom we can wait together for all the gifts of God. Yes, this is what we believe. We believe in a spirit giving gifts then, on that last day. God reveals who he is, and so we believe. And so we believe in a father creating and a son descending and dying. We believe in a son rising and ascending and a spirit who gives gifts in his church already. And yes, we believe that on the last day, that same spirit will give us the best gifts 
that Christ has won for us. This is our God. This is who he has revealed himself to be. And so this is what we believe. Amen.